Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Cabin Fever Weekly number six. Welcome the to sixth the show. Episode. The sick. You eating? What? What are you having? I'm having. Beth has just made it for me. I got. I got back home. I said I've got a dash. I've got no time. I've got to go and entertain the nation on yep. on Cabin Fever Weekly. I've got no time at all, so I got to quick. And she went. I've just warmed up a shepherd's pie for you. So I'm eating a shepherd's pie. I mean, this is the only time you can eat the shepherd's pie, is it, all day? Yep. And it's the, I'm absolutely starving, so I've got to eat it. It's been defrosted, still a little bit cold, so it's got a slight sense of jeopardy to it. So okay. it could be shepherd's die if it's not properly defrosted. And also, you'll be absolutely thrilled to hear, uh, we are recording at the time when the sun is shining absolutely right down through the ceiling light, as discussed on previous episodes, see above, literally see above, and it's scorchingly hot in here. My bald spot oh, yeah. actually has a little bit of smoke coming off it. because my- Well, luckily you're having the traditionally summer yeah. lunch option of shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. so that's, that'll make you feel... Uh- no, uh, yeah, part of the part of the spirit, weren't it? Nice to be back in um, not the outside world, isn't it? Yeah, I saw my friend Alison. You know who she actually listens to the show. You know the the person who listens to the show. And yes, I feel like she's our barometer. She is. She said. She said you sounded. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> just made podcast there, Helen. Don't worry. Hi, Helen. Welcome to the show. <laughs> no, no, just come on in. Don't worry about it. Just come yeah, and join yeah. join the conversation. Just, just oh, did I just literally fine. interrupt an anecdote? I'm so well, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to mute mid, myself mid, right now. Mid sentence. At That's no fine, point. At no point, Helen. Did they play? Did we play? Did it? Did it? It's time for Helen Monks. Let's bring out Helen Monks. We didn't. We didn't play your tune, and yet you started talking anyway. You never got this on Parkinson, did you? Like Parkinson <laughs> wanders out, and goes, "Good evening, welcome to the show," and then just Muhammad Ali just wanders over from the side and goes, "Is it? Is it now? Is it no? No, no. Go and wait." Go away backstage. <laughs> anyway, Dave, as I was saying before, Helen Monks gloriously joined the show, <laughs> immeasurably improving the, the output. Um, I saw my friend Alison and she said, I listened to your podcast when you went to the bar and you had Guinnesses. You sounded absolutely shit-faced. So, oh, really? That's what she said. You just, she said, you just sound like you were drunk. All of us or just you? Just me. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that is fair. Um, well, to be fair, nobody that I have spoken to said, said that you've sounded drunk so i think you got away with it oh you were though i mean i've I've never helen we were in the in the pub last week outside the pub socially distanced it was all very uh very safe yes it was legal it was very legal legal it was very legal and it's very sensible i'd say tom Mm. yeah you were very Um, sensible about it you made sure that you and cornelius didn't sit too near us and it was all very nicely done yeah wow but then um yes tom i've never seen tom drink more than than two pints ever in my life Um, and that's uh, in, in like in total in the whole time we've known each other 
Yeah. That's not one <laughs> Are you not a big drinker, Tom? I'd have had you down as a big, a big binger man. Why? Because I seem troubled. Bit yeah, pop, exactly. Bit yeah, I see. No, I'm not. I don't really like drinking, but I do like drinking when I've been in a house with my wife and children for four months, and it's the first yeah. pub I've been to, and I quite like Guinness, which is the um, a mm. sort of a main meal to the pudding that is Bailey's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, you have <laughs> you have Guinness as your 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 core oil uh, in the middle, and it was it was really nice. And I just they just kept coming. So you You're do love a Bailey's, not, don't um, you? I love a Bailey's. Oh yeah, Bailey's oh. is great. Oh, I love You're a Bailey's. You're supposed to not let Guinness sit on your tongue, are you? Why? You're supposed to just chuck it to the back of your throat and gulp it. That's what they tell you at the Guinness Museum to is do. That right? Yeah, which, do you know what? It made me realise that I used to think I didn't like Guinness, but if you drink it and don't let it touch any of your taste buds, it's absolutely <laughs> great. So what they're saying, try our product. And when we say try it, do not taste our product. <laughs> Just chuck it as fast and as, you know, precisely as possible to your tonsils and, and gulp, yeah. Wow. That is interesting. Sort of like yeah. a, yeah. Sort of like a delicate sort of shot put of a, a, a drink, you know, you sort of shot putting <laughs> it down your throat. <laughs> Exactly. Don't let it sit on that tongue. They do that thing, don't they? People who can neck pints. You know the people who do the sports, where yeah, they, they open pro- the drinks, they open and the throats. They open their throats. They yeah. open their throats. That's so impressive. Do you know what I've, what I've thought? Why is there not a shot called the shot putt where it is? A, it's a literal shot, but you you have to do that. You have to sort of aim it at your mouth and just sort of put it in. Uh, I'm going to invent that. I think. Yeah. I think. I think I've got a winner there. Yeah, oh, that's great. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There you um, go, guys. So the other <laughs> thing, great idea of the podcast. Wow. You are welcome. The other thing which happened last week, Dave, which you'll remember, um, I won't because I was absolutely shit faced. Was um, <laughs> when I walked away from my count them three times beers. Uh, I didn't pay. I've never done that. I just, <gasps> I just walked off. I just left the building and I got a text because the the other guys had to stay there. I had to be back in time for bedtime. And my bedtime, not the kids. And I was mile, miles up the Caledonian Road when I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just walked off. It's, I felt like it's something maybe royalty do. It felt good. Yeah, <laughs> That's how drunk you were. Yeah. Did someone else pick up the bill? Or if you got a poor waiter coming out of the well, way? Here's, here's, the, uh, here's the behind the scenes scoop. Tom did what he... What I would say I would definitely have done in this situation, to be fair. And what he did was... Uh, when he, he overcompensated the other way mm. so rather than going oh I'll, you know like I, I, because he was so embarrassed he hadn't paid what he basically implied on our whatsapp with the other people in the group was ah oh, our company will pay for that won't it that's that's what was going to happen all along wasn't it so the company ended up picking the bill to cover for, for to, to, to fair, cover for tom's embarrassment to be fair we were recording a you know some content under the guise of our oh, yeah, company, was, i mean it was, a, it was a Legit. It was a business pub as much as as much as a pub can be business. Definitely, it was, right. it was definitely a business meeting. A but business but pub. what I would have suggested is we wouldn't have covered. You know, we wouldn't have necessarily no. covered the whole bill, Tom, would we? If uh, if if it hadn't been for that sort of tipsy embarrassment. Social, but that's social. Um, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I like. Sorry, I'm now distracted by the idea of a business pub. I think this is now we we should categorise pubs. But you get a sort of pub that has a business vibe. This is a business pub. You just know. Yeah, just a business pub. Yeah. No, no, no socialise. No, no fun will happen here. Business pub. No. The business pub's USP can be you can only pay on a company card. That's the yeah, rule. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. No one's allowed to come in here with a, a pathetic personal card. Exactly, exactly. Family pub is another one. 
where, you know, all all the kids go in the garden, don't they? So, yeah, different types of pubs. You've got your family, you've got your business, you've got your family business. It's just what you're describing, (laughs) The Venn diagram of family is another, is another, you know, category of pub. You've got your fun pubs. I don't really know what that is, but I'd like to go to one. Yes, I don't feel like you've really ever embraced the fun pub, have you? Uh... Dave, what are you talking about? The Nags Head in the nineties. That was my that was my teenage bouncy castle, my friend. I think it's still there now. And it's still what's depressing is the uh, it's got the old man section. And when I went last went to there about three years ago, I went into the old man section and felt quite old for yeah. the old man section. So that's it. You've graduated now, haven't you? Yep. My local had that the back room, which was just all the all the old people. And um that's there's just no way I can sit in the front room anymore if I ever go there because no, it's it's it's, it's teenagers basically. What, what are they doing? Are they in some sort of? It reminds me of like a production room next to a studio. You know where all the production teams sit and look out onto the presenters. There's something a bit eerie about the old people sitting in that part of the pub looking out onto the youth happening elsewhere. Are they trying to pick up the youth vibes or something? I think they're just trying to. I, I, I'd say, uh, as, as sort of um, metaphors go, not the most relatable one for the. <laughs> no, no, I'm contrary. I think people understand the image, Dave. Don't don't patronise our audience. They know what they know what a studio looks like. You know, you know, you know, you know. When you're in the green room of a, yeah. of a studio production, and you're and just the, the looking out people, over the presenters. The old people are like the gallery. There you are. <laughs> no, what I would suggest is it's more like the adventure playground, and the mm. back room is just the cafe where the parents sit and want to distance from the awful. Fun as much as possible, you know, and just I talk think to that's themselves. it. The awful. Fun. I'm so pro the room in pubs where no one talks to each other because it's such <laughs> a myth that you have to go to the pub and be social. I like going to the pub yeah. and sitting with my pint and my crossword and my peanuts on my own. I never got that. I never understood when I'd see guys, often men, but you're absolutely, you know, everyone does it now modern times um you'd see often you'd often see guys of a certain age sitting in a pub not talking to anyone just sitting and staring yeah. I, was, I was almost like oh that's really sad why are they doing that and now i get it yeah now i understand helen, helen me and you have been to the pub many 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 times and talked have you, all the way through that have you just been sitting there going oh, shut up Dave. And fuck off you know, just leave me alone with my crossword that's yeah, why you always had a crossword in front of you i never noticed yeah. that before oh yeah <laughs> Oh, mate. I, sometimes it's a duco. It's like, Dave, <laughs> shut up. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> two words, less noise, four, two. So I get to the Edinburgh Festival every year. Some of our some of our most fun, I'd say, bar drinking and has been in the Edinburgh Festival. But you've just gone to the world's largest arts festival to find a quiet spot to do a Sudoku. Is that what you do? It's an impossible month for me, honestly. <laughs> All these people sitting near me, talking to me, hate it. <laughs> Oh, a little bit of me time with my crosswords. The problem I find is pulling myself out of the me time. So if I'm in a me time place, so say for example, say for example, before we do this podcast, I might be sitting at my desk in here and I might be reading a book, right? And yeah. suddenly, oh, it's time to do the podcast. I find it very hard to bring my brain out of the me time, mm. reading, quiet, chilled out zone into the gabbling horse shit mode. <laughs> you dread so- seeing us. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that is so what you're saying. I'm not. I'm finding. God, I've got to talk to them. I'm finding it hard to put my. I find it hard to put my brain into. Talk to Helen Monk's mode, or indeed anyone else mode. (laughs) Can I just pick up on something? Because I do totally agree with you. And I was earlier sitting in a very comfortable chair reading a book when we had to have a meeting early. Remember, Tom? I do remember it, Dave. And then, and then we had a we had a short period of time for the meeting, and we spent how much of that meeting talking about my electric car? Well, considering when I dragged myself from my fucking armchair to <laughs> to get to my desk to business FaceTime you, yeah. and you picked up 
in your fucking Tesla. Hello. And for the first three minutes, you didn't even realise it was on video. And it was only when I asked you about the glass roof yeah, I went, that you said, oh, you're on video, are you? Oh, no, but- I didn't say, oh, you're on video. I said, Dave, how do you know I've got a glass roof? You've not been in this car. <laughs> yeah. And I realised it was because my phone, yeah, I'd answered it. I'd answered it on the Tesla dash and it had picked up the video call on what? the phone. Oh. When did you get your Tesla? Well, Tell me everything. So I have subscribed, Helen. This is the word we're using now. I've subscribed mm-hmm. to an electric car using the fantastic Onto on dot two if you want to look them up online and they what? are them it's a magical it's a magical idea you can subscribe to a to a car much like you might subscribe to netflix or now tv for a couple of months while you need one and they pay for your fuel they pay for your insurance and they give you a little hug when you drop they don't give you a hug but it's it's brilliant it's brilliant you so should I'm, just get a zip car account what are you doing i have got a zip car account but the problem with zip car is that mm. you drop them off all over the place so there's not always one nearby i'm mm. a bit uncomfortable with using a car that someone else has just been in at the moment oh of course so yeah. the so the idea of this is that i can have my effectively my own car just for a couple of months while i'm having my midlife crisis and then i'm good to go it's genius that is amazing. And you've got an electric car as well and a Tesla. Is it really nice? They only do electric cars. That's their thing. They're trying to make everyone drive electric cars. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's really nice. It's got autopilot oh. on it. So I can get... Auto driver. I can, jump no. in the, I can jump in the car, put in the postcode of my in-law's house. Uh, all the kids are in safely. Jump out the car, press go, and I go back home. It's genius. Latest, guys. Bye. Have a good journey. It's so Wait. But, but do you... Can you actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so because my wife can't drive, but she wants to go and see her in-laws. So I just put in the postcode, um, and then and then it's all all the cameras and everything set up on the on the car, so it just drives you there. So they just no. sit there and they get driven to. Of course, they just it just uses sat nav, and I get a weekend to myself at home while they take the car off. It's amazing. It's so He's good. Joking. He's joking. He's no, 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 I'm a dense person. It's good. Okay, so you can't do that, but it's still. It's a lot of fun, and people think that I'm impressive enough to have a Tesla. Impressive slash sad enough mm. to have a Tesla. But seriously, has it got a self-driving mode that you could, yeah. in theory, do? Uh, it has got autopilot, yeah. yeah. Basically, Helen, what the reality of this is that uh, it has yeah, autopilot, you... and uh, rather than either not getting in the car himself or just kicking back and, like, you know, doing some business in the car, mm. I pretty sure that tom presses autopilot but then his hands are consistently on the wheel because he's so terrified <laughs> yeah. that the computer will kill him yeah yeah essentially thank yes. you so much for actually clarifying the reality of the situation because yeah. we do live in a futuristic world so the joke was too too near to the truth yes. for my liking well that's the thing about my satire you know my brand of satire <laughs> helen i do i do flirt so with the subtle. truth sometimes yeah man. <laughs> you know it's observational but it's edgy um anyway before we got into this i was picking up on something you said earlier which was just a tiny detail of your story but one that really interests me and i'd be interested to get Helen amongst the tech on this mm-hmm. because i dragged myself from my comfortable armchair where i was reading and what you said mm-hmm. tom was sometimes when i'm sat at my desk reading a book oh oh uh, uh, this is oh this is classic cabin fever chat. Now, you are never going to get me to sit at a desk and read. Like, the whole joy of reading a book. And let me, uh, let me tell you my top three places currently to read a book. Uh, over, over to you, Dave. Yes, please. I armchair. Mean- yeah. Most regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big armchair with footstool. Feet oh, yes. Bed. Daytime bed with the covers. Not, not under the covers. The covers are made and you're just sitting on the bed with the sun shining. Lovely, comfortable. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'd say second most frequent... And then third most frequent, but bath. first bath, favourite. Bath, bath. No, no. Okay, no. let's try and guess. Let's garden, try and guess. garden sofa. Oh, yeah. You're closer. Bean bag. Come on, Tom. You know, you know you've know, got the detail in your brain somewhere. <gasps> sofa um, by a big door. 
What have I got in the garden, Tom? Um, oh, tree. A, a tree. You like to go and crouch down in between the trees and nestle. <laughs> We've talked about like it on squirrel. Cabin Fever. The listeners will be oh shouting my God, at you. A hammock, a hammock, a hammock. The hammock. The hammock. The hammock. That's the best place. The hammock. Anyway, including the armchair, because I've got the footstool, I would say the the absolute sort of consistent and the bath if you love a bath this is the same thing the mm. absolute consistency of what, what my body position when i'm reading a book is basically as horizontal as possible and you're sitting at a desk in a chair are you reading a book before you answer helen mad or not mad my questions are yeah. what is <laughs> the office chair situation second question are you watching it on a really snazzy monitor like are you reading on a monitor because mm-hmm. that's what i do um, I get my Kindle open on my big snazzy monitor. And question three, where were your, the rest of your family during this period? And do you have any other safe spaces? Okay, thank you. Thank you for your question. It was, uh, it was Helen, wasn't it? That's correct. Helen, thank you. I'm very glad you asked me those questions. <laughs> so to answer your questions one at a time, uh, number one, what was the first question? What's your chair? <laughs> What's your chair like? So the chair. Now, I, I broke my classic office chair three days into lockdown my dad's chair that i love is a really precious thing and i sat my fat ass on it and snapped the metal core of the chair so i've been sitting throughout all of this on a really rickety wooden then no chair. i'm immediately so, well, hang out. on hang on Helen. sorry if i could sorry you did ask me the questions if you could just give me the the respect to answer your questions thank you <laughs> wow so i uh, i the chair is uncomfortable however i am sitting at my desk and i'm reading it on paper or on my Kindle, not on my screen. No. And, no, sorry, Helen. So I'm so sorry if I, could just, if I could just answer your question. It's important that you hear me out. The crucial thing is my family are downstairs and right. they think that I'm working and that's why I'm up here, right? Now, if they walk in and I'm sitting back on my casual armchair or I'm in a fucking hammock, yeah, then straight away they're going to hurt me. They're going to cut me up, okay? So if I'm sitting at the desk reading at my desk squat so in a lovely sort of i get really hunched over and i put my 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 head in both my hands so i put my fingers on my forehead and do you know what and this is actually the serious point and this is a this i'm so glad you asked me this question dave because this is something i'm very passionate about recently it reminds me of studying when i was at a level uh, uh, sixth form and at university it reminds me of working putting a little lamp on right right next Aww. to it and and sort of hunching down over my book with my head in my hands and the position of sitting and looking down i have i've i've done some of the greatest reading of my life admittedly of lee child and you know <laughs> books such as that so not necessarily the highest literature the probably the other problem i've got so a i really enjoy that the other problem i've got dave is that everything you've described to me is sleepy time every single place you said the 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 sofa the armchair the hammock the bed all of those i would sit down and within a paragraph i'm out for at least half an hour fast asleep yeah that's age isn't it I, that is that's your age that is that's that's your age and being a dad isn't it mm, mm. gosh you're such an advert for contraception <laughs> <laughs> thank you Helen monks <laughs> My name's Jason Fleming. 
The More Than My Past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people, people who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turn their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So, hello, Monks. How's your week been? Sorry, we've, we've, I'd say we've, we've spent too much of the podcast talking about Tom's A, car, and then B, reading position. But what uh, <laughs> in, in the four minutes that are left, uh, how's your week been? I'm actually so glad. I was really nervous to come and talk to you because I have nothing to give. I was like, oh, my God, it's been about two weeks since I've spoken to you, and I honestly don't – I cannot think of a single interesting thing that's happened in my life. Yeah, I, I had a bit of that this week on this week's episode because the most interesting thing I did last week was go to the pub. But the problem was I went to the pub and recorded an episode of Cabin Fever. So everybody <laughs> listening already knows about that and yeah. knows literally every single thing that happened there. So unless I won't go into detail about paying the bill on the company card after Tom left, but if, unless I go into detail about that once we'd finished recording, then um, there's basically nothing nothing else yeah. to offer. It's ironic, really, because we didn't talk about the bill while we were doing the uh, show with Corey so that's maybe why I forgot um Helen don't be you know don't worry about coming on the podcast with nothing to talk about because that's sort of in the ethos that's in the constitution that's the brand isn't it that's what we're doing the brand we never we never run out of stuff as well there's always some kind of tom dilemma Mm. of chair position I would love it if people could name the different reading positions I think the crouched over the desk I'm going to call that the. What, what can we like? It just the, feels very Dickensian the way you're describing it. I mean, imagine yes. like a, a candle on the desk and yes, uh, one I of those want. desks that folds up and you know it's, with a little inkwell. It's very comfortable. It's the most comfortable way to read, and it's especially late at night. It just it feels right. I couldn't I couldn't sit down. I and also, I do get the nostalgia of wanting to be eighteen yeah. to twenty one again, mm. and it's just funny that the difference is that what you're reading is. No offence to Lee Child. Great writer. But, um, yeah, well, is it? 
<laughs> Hang on, there's not enough time. Go on, let's let's do this in the, the two minutes that remains. Come on, Helen. Well, no, no, no. It was a genuine question. I'm I'm interested. Yeah. You know. Do you know what you're, you're going to come up against a big old child brick wall here from me and Tom because uh, <laughs> child we are, brick wall. Yeah, <laughs> not a brick wall made of children. <laughs> a brick wall uh, defending the uh, author. Uh, really? and, uh, savior, savior of our times our, our, our lord and savior <laughs> Lee Child Jack. because we love a bloody Jack Reacher the father, the son and the Jack Reacher that is basically <laughs> Lee Child book or exclusive viewing of what's it called uh, the big excuse me <laughs> you know the, the, the elephant <laughs> what the hell are you doing oh my gosh it's not a spotlight it's a Contact. Oh, <laughs> wow. Good system. I loved being in your mind palace then. Well, I can answer first, Helen. Uh, Jack Reacher, uh, all the way. Well, wow. I, will, I will sacrifice the film Contact to absolute oblivion forever. I read the book Contact by um, Carl Sagan about five weeks ago. While sitting Again? At, while sitting at my desk. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You're completely obsessed. It's my happy oh. place, guys. Don't rain on my happy place. Thank yeah, you That's very a good much. question, though, isn't it? The book Contact or all the Jack Reacher books? Mm. Ooh, good. Well, what, is, what is the ultimate comfort book? I mean, this is something we should really be doing when Beth is here, doing uh, On the Same Page without a Lane Page feature. But yeah. she's not, so... It was know. Harry Potter, you know, but mm, oh, JK. No. Oh, God. Oh, we're really delving into topics there now, aren't we? God, right towards gonna... the end of the podcast, let's get into some JK Rowling gonna... controversy. Yep, just going to steer out of that. Oh, I think my mic's breaking up, but over to you, Dave, to say what you think about the transgender issue. Just, oh, it's really I... going. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Can I answer the comfort book thing instead? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, uh, a, please, John. Can I uh, pick A? John, that's not your name, is it? It's Tom. <laughs> oh my God. How many podcasts have you got? <laughs> the decay of think, Dave Cribb. I'm enjoying this. I think in my head, what I did was try and think of like a, a famous game show host's name. And then, yeah, could, yeah, yeah. and then I just picked a generic name, but then it was too close to Tom and it just didn't work on any level. Who's your go to game show if you're like, oh, A, please, Bob? Bob, Ooh, isn't it? It's Bob. It's Bob, yeah. Can I, I guess D, it's Bob? D, D, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a Wednesday. Wendy? Yeah. Who's Wendy? She's my go-to game show person. What no? do you mean? What, what's the game show? <laughs> what? what? When you're pretending to run a game show and you go, over to you, Wendy. But who's Wendy? I was talking... I meant who's like Bob... Bob? Bob Holness, like Blockbusters. I'll have an A. She won't remember. She won't remember Blockbusters. I thought you were talking about classic names for contestants. I see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, we've already developed this year a a Karen, a classic name for a racist. So now we need a classic contestant's name. Wendy's perfect for that. Yeah, Wendy is a competition uh, entrant, isn't she? All right, we've got Wendy and Richard. Is it a Richard? Who's the male? What's the male equivalent? Craig. <laughs> great, great. Wendy and Craig. On the show today, Wendy and Craig from Nottingham. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Well, Bob. <laughs> we just love the show. We, we used to go to the pub and watch the show every week. I don't know. They're not from Nottingham. My accent. I can't do a Nottingham accent. That's what's. I lived in Nottingham oh, for four and a half years and I cannot fucking do it for the life of me. It's, it's so hard so to hard. Anyway, back to comfort books. Uh, what a good feature this is, Tom. The comfort book section of the show. <laughs> Going really well. Going really well. Um, it's tricky, so, isn't it? So yeah, so yours would have been Harry Potter. Have you got a backup now? Uh, 
I just keep thinking, my, oh, sorry, this is a dive. My only experience of Jack Reacher, I've just remembered, is something that a sitcom I was in, it's what they, they called the, the dildo in it, the Jack Reacher. So whenever people talk uh, about the Jack Beach, that's I'm so sorry, but that's where my brain goes. So that's not my comfort book. Uh, um, comfort, uh, maybe my um, recipe book. <laughs> sit there with a candle on at your desk, reading all the recipes. <laughs> they do. I know. I to defend you there. That's quite a common coffee table book, isn't it? People like to read a recipe book. They are quite comforting and relaxing. Boring. I actually don't know. I just um, my laptop is balanced on top of a cooking book, so I just panicked. You did a you did a man woman camera a camera. <laughs> Say what you see, Say Wendy. <laughs> well done, Wendy. I think the one I would go back to most and just read and have a lovely time is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, that's a great go to. That's just the one that I can just you know that's like for me that's like the the book equivalent of just popping friends on in the background. You know, oh yeah, yeah. it's contact with jokes that I'm not interested. In. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's got to be P.G. Woodhouse or Arthur Ransom. Any is that Arthur how you Ransom discovered novel? contact? Because you went to the yeah. library and said, "I like this Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy." Yeah, it's good. About. But I think it's they're a taking the piss out of the version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take out the jokes. Why would you laugh while you're in space? It's ridiculous that's why red dwarf is so unfeasible you've got to take that's why i want star trek and contact thank you very much um, well talking of laughing in space has anyone watched the new space force steve carell sitcom on oh that? no isn't it a complete turkey no. not the best is what i'd say oh, i'm very sad about that steve. but here's my uh, go-to takeaway and we should probably leave it here actually because i've got to go and take the dog out in a minute okay but um and you've got to well actually that's that's not the real thing is it you've got to interview bloody jamie oliver in five minutes <laughs> i, I do. can't believe that we've yes. not talked about that we've talked about recipe books mm. and jack reaches but we've not talked about the fact you're about to meet jamie well, oliver i'm about to meet him in the same way that i'm meeting you right now like it's only a it's a it's a voice call but it counts. i'm about to interview him because i'm on magic at the moment i'm on magic this week sitting in for Ronan keating so i I've got to interview Jamie Oliver, who's who's hosting an hour of the radio this week. He's hosting an hour on Magic, so I'm going with to you. Chat. No, not with me. Uh, but I'm having see. a little breakfast show chat with him. Hey, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's what are you going to be playing? And we're going to talk about sandwich fillings. Oh, Is it because he's publicising his uh, government endorsement of uh, fast food being bad? He's trying to make kids less fat. Yep. Is he? Well, that's overtly ostensibly what he's doing. Yes, in partnership with Shell. So, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm going to be chatting to him. I like Jamie Oliver. I'm a big fan of his. In fact, I've always liked his cookbooks ever since yeah. The Naked Chef. He's good. He's good. No, there's a comfort cookbook. Yes. Maybe I'll ask him that question. Why do we find cookbooks so comforting? And he could say, because they made me millions of pounds. Yeah, that's not how they make him comforting. He just sits there and looks at his covers of his books. In his, in his hammock. Um, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. I had like a final thought and I was going to say, oh, I'll leave this here. Yeah. What was it? What, was, what, was it? Um, what were we talking about? Books. We were talking about TV. We were talking about Oh yeah, oh, things yes. to watch on TV. TV recommendation from Dave Cribb. TV recommendation. So Space Force, bit of a Turks. But um, that is Steve Carell and Greg Daniels who created The Office, The American Office and uh, Parks and Rec and all of that. Mm. Uh, and his other new show on Amazon Prime is called Upload. And I think you're going to love this, Tom. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know if what your wheelhouse is as much, Helen, to be perfectly honest, but I think Tom's <laughs> going to really enjoy this. Uh, I'll pitch it to you, shall I? Yes, please. Go. So uh, 2035-ish, that's when we're set. And it's about a guy who um, dies in... A, well, actually, this is... Oh, shit, Helen, I've started something that I can't finish it. It's a guy that dies in a self-driving car accident when it's on autopilot. 
<laughs> but uh, it's it's in a that's not that's not the main. That's not... You've looked at that round. Are you sure you, this isn't your wish fulfillment, Dave? Yeah, I know. This is what's happening here, isn't it? Then I get your Tesla. Um, <laughs> that's not the main bit, though. That's really just the premise setup. Uh, but then we're in a world where your consciousness can be harvested from your dead body and uploaded to a digital avatar version of you, and you're basically. Uh, in the sims you know you're you've got your own body but it's in a completely digitally created world and it's an afterlife and it's uh made by a big telecommunications corporation it's all yeah anyway so there you go so he's now living in this sort of uh consciousness uploaded afterlife Uh, and you can still you still got contact with the real world it's honestly it's mad that's amazing but it's great no i didn't think it'd be for you monks but it's great it's really (laughs) up tom price's street isn't it oh i love it but you know up until now i I believe there is no heaven but if you try to explain heaven to me as uh, basically on a hard drive somewhere and you go and live in a hard drive then i'm on board that's fantastic what's it called upload upload thank you really like it big fan end of podcast wow that's a bombshell to end on um hello monks thank you for joining us on cabin fever weekly Um, nice to see you to see you wendy (laughs) cabin fe837090 cabin fe837090 cabin fe837090 that's our twitter name to be fair bruce would have been a good uh Game show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great big owl. Older than sliced bread. <laughs> it's literally true across Bruce Forsyth, isn't it? Yeah, he's older than sliced bread. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's brown bread now, mate. He's well, he is brown bread now. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.